Oklahoma's economic reopening is slowly rolling out as emergency orders expire in major cities. Welcome to the recap. I'm Davion Daniels. And I'm Macy Ellerick. The shelter-in-place orders for the state's two largest cities expire today, May 1st. So what does that mean? ENN's Kenzie Watson explains. In Oklahoma City and Tulsa, gatherings of more than 10 people are still banned, but both cities said that religious services and commercial or work sites, which are not considered social gatherings, can reopen. Public sports courses will reopen. This includes city-owned golf courses, but there will be restrictions to maintain social distancing. However, playgrounds will stay closed. Cities are encouraging employers to do temperature checks on their employees. And if a business is welcoming the public for meals or entertainment, seating should be staggered so people remain six feet apart. However, while movie theaters may be allowed to reopen with these restrictions, many bigger chains in Oklahoma are not going to reopen right away, so getting back to the big screen may have to wait until later this summer. Governor Kevin Stitt says Oklahoma's infection rate is going down, but the state remains committed to providing more testing and contact tracing for COVID-19. Coronavirus is still in the United States. It's still in Oklahoma. As we continue to safely reopen our state, we need to keep our guard up. Now is not the time uh, to just go back to normal. We need to continue to practice social distancing, continue to wash our hands, uh, stay home if we're still if we're feeling sick, and we need to also focus on protecting our most vulnerable population. May 1st marks the full start of phase one reopening on the state level. The governor said the state has made large purchases of personal protective equipment or PPE. He also praised the Oklahoma companies that switch gears to manufacture protective equipment in light of the crisis. We've been able to buy gowns, face shields, hand sanitizers from Oklahoma businesses. I'm so proud of the Oklahoma businesses uh, that have taken their manufacturing and have changed very quickly. Companies like Covercraft uh, in Paul's Valley, uh, Prairie Wolf in Guthrie, Professional Imaging Packaging in Tulsa, uh, Oklahoma Folding uh, Carton in Minko, and Lucas Color Guard in Oklahoma City. One group helping with masks is the Oklahoma City Thunder. The NBA franchise posted this video on Facebook this week showing Thunder t-shirts being turned into masks. The Thunder says the t-shirts were being provided by Devon Energy, and the masks will be distributed to healthcare and community organizations. State investigators say they are tracking a rise in unemployment fraud. That is both from people in need falling victim to scams and people who don't qualify submitting false claims. Attorney General Mike Hunter's office announced that individuals and businesses who receive bogus unemployment claims should fill out a form on the agency's website. The State Bureau of Investigation also warned people who are waiting on unemployment to beware of unsolicited messages and never give out personal information. If you are not certain, it is the State Unemployment Office. State Representative Sherry Conley is asking the State Department of Education to change plans that would make it harder for school districts to have four-day weeks. The Department of Education submitted a rule change to the legislature, which hasn't been approved. Conley and more than a dozen House members say while they are concerned about their four-day weeks, rural districts rely on that plan to work best for their communities. As churches are slowly allowed to reopen, many are still practicing social distancing. ENN's Grace Ann White shares how rural Oklahoma churches have adapted during the crisis. Pastors all across the country are finding new ways to gather in the air of social distancing. Columbia, South Carolina, Pastor Richard Humphreys, the senior adult pastor at First Baptist Church of Columbia, says his church sometimes relies on previous recorded sermons and worship services. As our worship service goes, uh, our 
our church is on TV normally, and so uh, we're on TV, in fact, in three different states. Uh, so we continue to be on TV live, except there's nobody in the audience. It's just the pastor, minister of music, and then they play some videos of the choir from three or four months ago. Pastor George Money Brock is the pastor at First Baptist in all of Oklahoma. His church is still meeting, just not in the church. As the pandemic reached Olive, Pastor Brock came up with church on the lot. Church members park their cars in the parking lot and they can experience the service with others from the safety of their cars. It comes complete with a live stream service on Facebook. Do church on the lot and we actually have three, uh, ser or four services, excuse me, a week. We have three on Sunday. We have a 9 a.m. and 11 a.m and then we come back on Sunday evening at 6.30, then seven o'clock p.m. on Wednesday night. And actually what we've asked our people to do is they drive to the lot. We have uh, men that are properly uh, attired in the fact that they've got on their safety provisions regarding the virus, and uh, they help park the vehicles, help get the people in their parking spot, and then we request to the people to not leave their vehicle unless it be an emergency or a real need for a restroom facility. And uh, people have been very cooperative with that. And we emphasized that we would need them to be if this was going to be an ongoing type of worship, because if it wasn't, uh, we'd be going against the leadership's request and requirements in our nation, in our state, and even our local area. So we've been, we have been doing church on the lot. People have been very good to stay in their vehicles and to practice uh, social distancing. We've kept that inside 45 minutes, meaning we start at nine. We're, we're having them drive off the lot at 945. And uh, that, that cuts down on any uh, perhaps needs for emergency or needs for restroom facility when they know we're gonna have a start and finish time all inside of 45 minutes. So that's the way we've been doing it. And actually, to be honest with you, Grace, our attendance has doubled on Sunday morning, and it's probably a time and a half of what it was on our evening services. So it's been remarkable, and it's been a blessing for us. Roger White, a pastor at New Pathways Baptist Church, is doing a similar parking lot church, but his voice is reaching inside the cars through radio using a short-range transmitter. Oklahoma, one of the first communities to see a positive case of the virus was the community served by Pastor Justin White. Since the social distancing rules went into effect, Justin White preaches to his congregation at Charlton First Baptist through a live stream of the service and uses the church YouTube channel to make sure everyone who misses the message can watch anytime so no one is left out and his congregation can stay connected. Is we have made our Sunday morning services mix of both being live and being pre-recorded. And the reason that we've done that is because our internet service is less than stellar 
And so we were afraid if we went completely live stream that there would be issues and, and people would miss out on the worship time. So we meet at 11 o'clock on a Facebook live stream. And we give some announcements, say hello to everybody, share prayer requests. Um, I try to come up with some silly thing for everybody to do to interact with one another on the comments. And then once that time is over, we break, we go watch a pre-recorded message uh, that includes both praise and worship and, and the sermon. And then at 11.45, we meet back together for a second follow-up conclusion Facebook Live video where we can talk about uh, the message, uh, share prayer requests again, just, just another time to kind of come back together and close out the service like we typically would if we were meeting here. Many of the pastors say that the virus has affected their community. In South Carolina, Pastor Humphreys says that stores have cut down the number of people allowed in any given area. The rules for gathering have also hit other church activities, such as youth programs and small group meetings. Pastor Brock wants to make sure young people stay connected during this time and has found a success with inviting teens to share their own stories. Pastor Justin White's youth group meet via Zoom video conferencing to make sure they can keep in touch. Students use cell phone apps to stay social during the week so that no one is left bearing their own burdens and stress during a time of global crisis. The virus is keeping people physically away from each other. The pastors say they are working to make sure it does not keep people from being emotionally or spiritually distant. Thank you, Grace Ann, and thank you for joining us for the recap. We hope you're checking out our website and social media pages all week long for more student stories.